0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Good morning. This is Harriet Kemmer with Down to Earth. Thanking you so much for joining us on this snowy Tuesday morning. And uh, it's not so snowy as it is cold. It's freezing cold here in the Midwest. Very, very cold. I mean too unbearably cold this early in this season like seriously (laughs) it's too early to have this much cold and as i looked at the weather for the remainder of the week it really does it doesn't even get better it doesn't get better it's not any it's not going to get any warmer it's as a matter of fact i think on friday we might have a high of 14 so here i am thinking this was a fluke And that this was just going to pass, right? And somehow we're going to go back to fall weather, 30s, 40s. I would even take the 30s right now, honestly. But I kid you not, it is cold. Last night I had to go out and arrange for the snow to be shoveled and stuff like that. And the snow is heavy. It's wet and heavy. So if you didn't shovel it, what's going to happen is that today with the temperatures dropping so pretty precipitously, what would happen is that it would be extremely cold. It would be icy. And I kid you not. It's it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. It's just incredibly cold. But while it's cold, I want to hasten into what we're going to talk about. Uh, It's not going to be, we're not going to be much for very long. But today I want to talk about Instagram uh, changing its likes policy. And how will that impact people who are influencers and people who earn their living from the likes, the number of likes that people see that they get on Instagram? So, uh, this arose out of that cyberbullying thing where a lot, most people who use Instagram are young people, right? So, they're easily influenced, they're younger people, teenagers, and for most of them, Having so many likes, it's it's at that point in your adolescence, in your development, when having so many likes is indicative of what kind of person you are. I mean, for most of us who have matured, we know that that's not true, but I guess try explaining that to a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 15-year-old, kind of something they can't really grasp or wrap their head around that concept. And so Instagram has decided that they're going to change their likes policy, and they're not going to show it to the public. But I can see how many likes I'll have, but you won't be able to see how many likes I'm going to have. It's true. People flaunt it as social status. As a matter of fact, Instagram has created a whole genre of celebrities who are Instagram famous. I mean, some of these folks are, I mean, they have thousands of likes. I'm going to be honest with you. I can post a picture to Instagram, and I'll be lucky if it gets 10 likes. So if I were using how many likes I get to determine the effect or delivery or to determine the impact of what I'm doing, then I would suck. I would probably feel like I suck, right? But they're going to change – they're changing their metrics. I think they probably are going to do it in a different way. I wish they would to see – how your impressions land. You know, one of the things I like about using Instagram as a platform is that you can view your insights, and it can tell you how penetrative you are. But like everything else, it's about money. It's a platform that is sort of promoting itself, that if you want to get as many likes or so on, you should probably indulge in promoting yourself, which means you pay for your uh, material or your content to be viewed by a larger audience. Now I did that with Facebook years ago and it really didn't do anything for me. I don't know about anybody else. I've done that with Facebook over time. It really didn't do what they said it would do. (laughs) So I kind of tend to just be like, okay, whatever. I'm just a social media user like the rest of us. And it is what it is, but Instagram has apparently tried it in other countries but their biggest market is the United States. So a lot of people who earn their living as being an influencer on Instagram, they're going to get hurt. how is that going to impact them? Because frankly, some folks have reached out to me to uh, endorse their product but I kind of looked at them with a kind of thing. I, I mean, I kind of looked at them like, is this going to be something that I want to be associated with? And are you true? And some of it were, were scams. I mean, you'd have to shell out two, $300 to buy a product. And I'm like, you think this is my first time in this rodeo? <laughs> I've never had to pay for anything that you want anybody wanted me to wear. So you can keep your product in fact one of them were like well we're giving all this opportunity and I'm like thank you for thinking of me but no thank you you can keep that opportunity right and I'm just and I'm saying that because I I really feel like we need to we perhaps need to maybe Instagram has a point maybe they do have a point that we need to figure out especially for young people that we probably need to do a better job of preparing them by telling them that being Miss Congeniality or Mr. Congeniality and being popular is not the game changer that it is in life. In fact, I can tell you right now that a lot of the people who were popular in high school are, especially in your high school, they're ordinary folks today. So being popular while you're young is not what is going to determine your success later on. And I think that probably is where the disconnect has happened. You know, a whole generation of young people grew up on Instagram. They grew up just on tablets. They, they started out with Facebook, then the parents were on Facebook, so they had to find a platform where we couldn't see readily what they were doing. <laughs> Here comes Instagram. They loved it, Right then now they're also on snapchat anybody knows what snapchat is you have a profile on snapchat you should go over to it (laughs) right so when you look at it you have to ask yourself the question what is it that these social media platforms do what kind of engagement metrics goes into them and how effective are they are they helping people or are they Making it worse for people And and certainly what we've seen Is that the experience has been uh, That a lot of young people Felt like they were bullied Because they they also felt badly That they didn't get a lot of likes And they felt like they were bullied And people have used social media To bully you In fact, I talked about this earlier Where a gentleman I ran into A member of the public Told me that he engaged in sports racing uh, you know, just for fun. So it's not competitive. So they're not racing to win a prize. And they've been doing it for some time. He said for many years now. And he went to race his car and the competitor, the other guy's brother, made a comment and posted something on social media. To which other people responded negatively. And he felt like he felt some sort of way about it. He kind of felt like he had been bullied so much so that he said, I will not participate in racing again. If I see those folks on the track. So it's kind of just like a casual thing where, you know, everybody knows that this is what's going to take place. They go down to the track and race their cars for fun. Cause he was even inviting me to come and, uh, and race my car about two years ago. And I was like, no, not for any other reason, but like as much as I enjoy a good, you know, thrill or adrenaline rush, I really could not see where that was going to help me. And so when you look at it, you kind of want to think through the fact that there has to be a better way. But how can it, it do you think that reducing the number of likes, for instance, I go to Nicki Minaj's page. And I see where she gets a million likes. Do you think me not seeing how many likes she gets is, is going to impact the way that I think about her content and her artistry? Do you? I don't think so. It's not the number of likes. I'm going to look at your content. And maybe Instagram is right. We need to direct people back to looking at content, right? what's up, right? Do you see what I'm saying? We have to direct people. It, 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 it's like this. You have to, we have to get back to what is real. We're so, social media has garnered our attention and has shifted us away from what is real. So much so that we don't even know what is real anymore. We've created this world, this virtual reality. And in that virtual reality, if you are not popular, if you are not showing likes, if you're not showing your booty off, if you're not doing this or doing something so outlandish to gain attention so you can get likes if people don't think they're truly living, right? Oh, you're the first time on here. Well, join us. You, you're you going to enjoy it. That's right. We're talking about Instagram and why Instagram, Instagram is, is not going to show the number of likes that your post gets. So the public won't see, it, but you, the user will see. It. And I think Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Periscope, I think everybody should do the same thing Why? Because we've created this fake virtual reality world That it's not real And so people are judging themselves Off of this virtual reality They're saying that if it happens here Then it's real And it's not So people are confused about what is real and what is not We've got to re-examine that We have to go back to the reality of things. And one of the ways to do that is you post something because you believe in its content. You post something because you think it will uplift, motivate, create awareness, or bring attention to a situation. Recently, there was a young lady. Have you all seen the story of the young black woman who was killed at Clark Atlanta University? Well, due to social media, it showed up on my timeline. And I had suggested that they reach out to the local crime stoppers in the area. But had it not been for social media, we would never have heard of that story, right? She was sexually assaulted by her roommate's boyfriend. And then the roommate and the boyfriend got together and killed her and dumped her body, pretended they were taking her for a ride, and killed her and dumped her body because she had filed a report of sexual assault. Now she's dead. So that story had shown up on social media and had garnered our attention. So social media does do some good things. It does create awareness. It does bring our attention to issues that we probably normally would not uh, be confronted with. But this virtual reality world, though, this reality where people have this incessant need. Last night, just to tease you, I I was on my Facebook page. I swear that people just post stuff to post stuff. People just put stuff up to put stuff up, right? People just want to make a big deal over nothing. I mean, the stuff that people put out there, people are always posting pictures of food that they're cooking, and I'm like, I don't know that I like what you're posting, but okay, right? People are talking about themselves and their relationships, relationships with their spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, exes, girlfriends, whatever, relationships with their children. People just talk randomly. I swear that people are no longer lonely because if you have access to a phone and you have access to Facebook or Instagram, I don't think you feel alone anymore. You can just pick it up and start talk a conversation, and random people will engage you in conversation. Uh, Facebook is the, is the best dating app, I'm told, right? You want to get a date, post some pictures. And see how many direct messages you will get, and you're all laughing. Same goes for Twitter and Instagram. Just post some pictures, and see how many people are going to land in your direct messages and tell you they want to come over. I was reading a story. One of the, our show tomorrow is going to focus on a young lady who was killed because she she went on a dating app, right? And uh, she texted the, the 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 serial the killer. From her Facebook page to say are you a serial killer the what I'm saying is we have landed on this virtual page this virtual reality and we have allowed that to determine our lives. we have allowed that virtual reality to determine what is our true life I've seen people grow really famous through Instagram get hundreds of thousands of likes, right they have millions and millions of followers <clears throat> and thousands and hundreds of thousands of likes. I don't know what's going to happen to them. Nicki Minaj issued a statement saying that as an artist, they won't know the impact of their uh, of their trade on unless they see likes. But my thing is, you will see it. Is it important that other people see how many likes you get? Because that's the key. See, that's the key right there. The key is not that you, the creator, sees how many likes you get. The key in your mind is how many people, is that people will see how many likes you get. And that's the problem right there. That is the issue, right? So we have to move away from that because the platforms were not created. Social media was created to socialize, to engage with people, whom you might have similar interests with, but who do not necessarily live in your zip code or who do not necessarily live in your city, your town, or even your country. So it was created to bring the world together, sort of made the world a smaller place. But it definitely was not created for us to use social media as the background for what we really are. I think a lot of people have created this virtual reality of themselves And are existing by it. And think that that is what is real. And when it does not conform or line up with what they think, that's when they go crazy and go nuts. I was reading a story recently and it it occurred to me that the creator was really hanking on and harking for likes. There's one uh, young woman I follow on Instagram. She's a great artist. No matter what she posts. Because she's not posting naked pictures, I guess, or pictures that include the F word or the S word or the C word or any kind of G word for one of anything, she does not get enough likes. And if you listen to her music, it's good. There's nothing wrong with her music. She can't get 20 likes. And I was like, baby, just hanging there. But somebody else come up with something else. People are posting pictures of themselves vaping posting pictures of themselves, smoking spliff and smoking weed and all kinds of stuff, imbibing all kinds of stuff, hanging out and so on. And they, they get a lot of attention. They get a lot of impressions and a lot of attention. So what do you think that is doing to others? People are thinking, well, if I want to be liked more, I'm going to have to do more. I'm going to have to go out more and do more, post different pictures, make sure I'm more visible. That's not the answer. Do you see what I'm saying? That's not the answer. So we have created this virtual reality that is not defined by reality. Reality is different from virtual reality. If I were to go by social media, I would have given up a long time ago. (laughs) And yet, they still use metrics from social media to determine your impact. So I don't know how it's all gonna work out because they still use the metrics to determine how noteworthy you are and how likely you are to attract a following. I went somewhere recently to speak and they were talking about that. They were saying she has quite a huge following. I would have never, to be honest with you, I was shocked that they would even bring that up. I would have never thought that that would have factored into the fact that you invited me to speak, the fact that I have a following on social media is what made you think you do you see what i'm saying you see how the virtual reality has now come into the reality the reality is we have a problem the reality is this has destroyed and it has affected people's lives for instance so many remember when children were really hurting themselves recently until we all became aware of it right and they were going on youtube and creating these goodbye pack kind of things where they were telling why they were about to hurt themselves. And when you think about it, do you know how many children, how many young people are impacted by that? They then go and look it up. How do I kill myself? Then they found somebody who did it on YouTube. And they said, okay, I'm going to use that method to do it, and I'm going to do it this way and so on. Crazy stuff just really freaky stuff, like a virtual reality has now attached itself to our reality. It's actually pushing reality out the way, and now we're accepting the virtual reality as as being real. (laughs) You know, the things you see on social media, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed. I tell you, if you want a good laugh, I know most of people have a Facebook page, but if you want a good laugh, Go on your Facebook page late at night, not during the day, go on late at night. It's unbelievable what people will say. I had a good laugh for a good solid 45 minutes last night, taking screenshots of some of the stuff people on my Facebook page were talking about. It's (laughs) mind-blowing, totally mind-blowing. And, of course, part of the reason to, and if you view social media, one of the, you, you're hearing this talk about algorithms a lot. And most of us are like, isn't algorithm something to do with math? That's how we're looking at it, right? Algorithm has something to do with math. Yeah, it does. Well, what they're doing is they're using what they refer to as algorithms to determine the metrics, right? So, they take uh, who interacts with you, if you notice, the people whom you text and phone frequently are people whose posts you see on Facebook frequently. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. So what they're doing is they're they're using the algorithm to say these are the people whose posts you will want to see. Where for you and I, we're like, but I want to see everybody else's posts. I just don't want to. I just talk to you. I just text you. I know what's going on in your life. I want to hear from people whom I don't talk to every day or I, whom I don't interact with. Right? So what they're doing is they're they're narrowing it down because if you think about it, it's still all digital. And have you ever wondered what the servers at Facebook and Instagram are like? Have you ever wondered how big those are? Where do they get the money to invest in that? Have you ever wondered about that? Because just think of all the posts that are coming through. We call them posts or or statuses. And you see all of that coming through. What do you think? Is is it likely to achieve? Can you just imagine the digital capture of all of that? Where's all that being stored? And who is looking at that data is my question. Who is looking at how many times I'm looking up somebody's page? Who is looking at how many times i visit someone's page? Or who is looking at who is visiting my page? Right? And then if you look at how they set it up, they said people you may know. They're not Suggesting they know you know these folks because you have either interacted with them, or the microphones in our phones. I'm a firm believer that the microphones and cameras in our phones are active and are activated, and people see them and and they're listening, right? So again, who is who? Is it worthy? And you have to ask yourself. So if you have a, a child, a teenager, an adolescent. In your home, ask them, how much does social media mean to them? For some children, it's life. It's more important even to their mind than the relationship they have with you. And as a matter of fact, social media, that virtual reality, has now become our reality because when you apply for jobs, they're going to your Facebook page to see who you interact with and what you talk about, to see if you're a danger to them, you're a danger to yourself or to society. This is why I tell folks, be careful what you post. I know you might be in your feelings one day, and you might feel like just lashing out and venting, but that is digitally stored and captured somewhere. And, a, and an employer who is just looking for stuff is just going to type your name into a search engine and see what you're your, 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 your posting. No, you're not the only one watching. There are like about 30 other people with you. I guess you can't see them, right? But there are like about 30 other people with you or so, right? Right? But do you see what I mean? So we've got to get back to this place where we start to figure out how do we really, really treat social media? Is it worth it? I mean, is it really worth it? Yeah, it is because it helps to launch your brand. And in the world we live in today is one. That is digitally captured. I might not agree with the virtual reality. I don't have to agree with it, but it is what it is. It's kind of one of those things that your individual belief has nothing to do with it, whether it exists or not. That's what it is. Some people will tell you, oh, I don't do Facebook. And this is you and I looking at them like, you're not part of this world, are you? I know somebody who refuses to do Facebook. Like she just simply refuses. She's like, I'm never... And I'm like, but you're on your laptop all the time. (laughs) But you're busy searching people in Google. But you're not on Facebook. What gives? She's like, I just say i am just not going to share it. I said, you don't have to. Just put up pictures of your grandchildren (laughs) for the world to see. And so the family members in other parts of the country can see what the grandchildren are looking like as they grow. (laughs) Right? Facebook has become a common way for people to connect around the world think about it, people in other countries are able to see how their family members are doing and pictures of their loved ones. Right here in the United States, people can see what their children and grandchildren look like who live far away. And of course, Facebook has this video chat feature and this messaging feature, and you can make a call from your Facebook page if you're connected to Wi-Fi. That is also terrific and mind-blowing. So there are various ways that you can connect today. And is it all good? It has its good and it has its bad. I think when it first started, people might have been overwhelmed and got carried away. We, you know, some people will tell you that you're only effective. There's one woman I know who has a Facebook page worth over maybe 800,000 members. But on Instagram, if she posts something to Instagram, God help her if she gets one like. But she puts something on Facebook and she gets more likes. And it's a good thing she doesn't let it bother her. She just keeps it moving. Because if she were to really sit there and think that she's an Instagram influencer, man, she wouldn't get anywhere. But over here on Facebook, she has over 800,000 members but can't get a soul on Instagram. Right? And that is where they had to start because Instagram was what? The most effective tool for, young, for the younger audience to use, to communicate, and to value themselves. People were looking at how many likes they got as a part of their self-value. It's not that they were inflating their value. They were just saying I'm a really valuable person because 15,000 people clicked like on my picture. Me, I barely take a picture. Some days I don't remember to take a picture, so Instagram fails me sometimes because I don't post frequently because I don't always take pictures of myself because... I'm not so self-absorbed or self-involved. Some people record every minute of their day and post it to Instagram and Facebook. For me, it's entirely something else. And that, my friends, is how this can be crumbled on this morning. I mean, people are, are, are kind of have taken it away, a, a but I'm glad that Instagram has seen it. And has decided to be responsible about it to the extent where they're going to say, we're go- we're not going to let everybody else see how many likes you get. For people like me, it's not going to matter. I wasn't getting a lot of likes anyway. Because I wasn't posting content that their algorithms are designed to promote. They're looking for pictures that either show you in some adverse way or, 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 or display some body part or that has something that... You know, they have some sort of thing. Me, I I just say, hey, it's me, blah, 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 blah. And it's like 10 likes, the same people all the time. <laughs> I kid you not. I've never posted anything on, on Instagram that has have gotten 100 likes. And there was a time in my life when I used to follow this mantra, post frequently, post frequently. I still couldn't get any likes. Then I figured out that what they want is for me. Then they started sending me ads. Promote this post, and because I didn't promote it, then the, I guess they just use their algorithm to 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 reduce my effect, <laughs> right? Similar thing happened with Facebook. As long as I was paying for that, oh man, I was getting engagement, but it never resulted in sales. So I'm like, then why am I paying for this, right? So you so you you, you so if you think about it, where's all this information going anyway? Is it just the people who know me? So let's say I'm 15, 16, and I go to school, and there are like 300 people in my you know, group of people, or there are 1,500 students in the school, and out of that 1,500, 300 probably know of me. So I really want to be popular. So I'm going to now uh, post stuff that others can see, right? It's crazy. What is real as a still? So.